And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. Yeah, I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. I'll turn the video on so you're not looking at um, an old picture of me with yeah. my <laughs> children while I just get these headphones to work. So I, I popped into that live and I saw the flames. My phone was also glitching out when you were on live. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my phone, no! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so stoked to hear about the Australian toy market and toy scene. Um, yeah. And- Oh, I'm really excited to talk to people about it, you know, man, because it's like um, it's been a labor of love for us these last few years. Yeah. Trying yeah. to trying to get this whole thing happening here. So is that uh, you say labor of love? I mean, we'll get into this for sure in the interview, but yeah. labor of love. Is this like is this your your full time gig is the toy store now or n- not a toy store? Most of us have. Day okay. Jobs. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, the dream, right, is to run a toy store and, like, that is the thing. The dream, I think, uh, anything toy-related is the dream for me, like, running this podcast full-time. Sure, yeah. The dream, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, running any business is is tricky, but um, yeah. running, running, a, running a really niche business in a small market? Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fletch is coming in. There, there we go. There we go. Oh, I'm so stoked. I have two, uh... two Australians on here. I'm in it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> You're outnumbered, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I um, was... Give me a second. I'm just going to go. Yeah, no worries. I was talking to my wife about like uh, the different... She she always asks because like she's like, oh, who are you talking to this week or next week? And these back to back weeks are like, I don't have a US artist for the next like four weeks. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So I have uh you two today. Uh mm. next week I have um Kalaka Toys in Argentina. Wow. And then a new toy artist in Japan, high top yeah. high high toys or high top toys. Um, and so it's cool. Like, I, I love that. I mean, it's, I got to bring in translators every once in a while, but uh-huh. it works. It's super easy. You going international, man. Yeah. That's the, the hope, like the map, like when I look <laughs> about like where the podcast goes, the map is like, it's spread out. And I got like, we have a big base in Tehran and Iran and we, I, Oh, you mean listeners, people who listen. Yeah. And ah, so, cool, cool. And I yeah. just want to meet the people in iran that are listening to yeah, yeah. where are tap. these iranian toy fans yeah i have yeah, there's one that i've them. met but not enough to be that big of a spot on the map yeah right yeah. that's cool that's, that's cool. cool though yeah yeah and yeah. so that's why i was so stoked to like get you guys on here so we could talk all about because uh i've had uh titty beans yeah yeah Yeah. he he's talked about the scene and i've messaged with a couple others and i'm stoked about it yeah yeah i listened to the titty bean one um that's that's why that's why i messaged you yeah yeah and said hey man if you want to chat about more about the store because you had a little chat about what was going on here with the store and everything yeah i was i was so grateful so stoked about that of course. I, you know, if there's, I wish that more toy stores, we haven't even started the podcast, but I just, this is, into it. I wish that more toy stores would know <laughs> that I wish they would know that if they sent me a message and told me what their toy store was about, 
yeah. I would undoubtedly bring it up in the next podcast. I just want to talk yeah. about toys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I know from like running the store and just being around and stuff like that, like it, it pays just to reach out to people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If people just reach out and say like, Hey, I'm, I make toys too. What do you think? And we're yeah. like, fuck yeah. Put those in our store immediately. You know? Yeah. And then, and then, they're, you know, and then they're a toy artist now. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah. And you have, I never of- thought they were before. Right. Yeah. Like, I think everyone's afraid to say they're an artist, but if you make toys and it, and, and only one of us says, wow, that's amazing. You're welcome. Yeah. You're an artist. Hello. Yeah. 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 Uh, you yeah. have a dope. Uh, I can't remember the name. It goes, but it's like, sh- uh, something quarters. They made a Lego sword. Who was oh, that? shed quarters. Oh, yeah. shed. oh my God. Those things are amazing. That is like, I've never wanted to be in Australia more. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How does it look? Uh, do you have the uh, sword? They're, they're, they're amazing. They're immaculate. They're immaculate. They're, immaculate. Oh. Like they're, they're weighty and they're just immaculate. I, oh, they're beautiful pieces. What's Yeah, it just, it looks intense. The second I started, I saw it starting to get made. I was amped about it. Oh my. And it's massive. Oh it's yeah. Yeah, eight yeah. one eight one scale, which I just think is hilarious. Like, isn't that so much fun to be just like go the opposite direction? Yeah, like <laughs> it's like eight eight times the original size. <laughs> I and you like the funny thing is like you could it looks like a dagger. You could carry that around. That's yeah. so funny. Uh in order to use that in cosplay, like I'd have to build a giant Lego suit. That's so rad. Oh, I love that. Yeah, he made shields in the same scale size as well, but um. I didn't, I didn't grab one of the shields because I got I got to really really limit how much of my personal income I spend on <laughs> toys that are in <laughs> our own store. You know, yeah. I I try to avoid, I avoid 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 because once yeah, I break that, once yeah, I there's break very that, few pieces that I'll actually grab. Yep. But um, this this mm. I saw this and I was like, yeah, um, I'll take one. The hard one part, more. yeah. The hard part is I need to like work out a deal with all these toy shops all over the world and just say, Hey, I'm going to start sending you ideas for the things I want. When it gets to this big of a box, then I'll pay for it and ship it to me. I just, yeah, because like, so just shipping from Iran was like 76 bucks. Oh my God. And wow. the toys, That's the same from shipping here. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, so, um, after every podcast episode, whoever the guest is, I'll send them a cassette that has like their episode on it. Something super fun just to say thank you. And I sent one to uh, Titty Beans and I've sent one to Dakin in New Zealand. And uh, it, yeah. it was like $30 for Dakin's, $25. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what I love it. It's worth it. Yeah. That's the killer for us, unfortunately. Yeah. Is, uh, shipping. I'm, yeah it's something else okay we're gonna jump into this i want to talk to you guys about toys i'm stoked about it uh welcome to toys on tap uh introduce yourselves please so that we know that this is this is a, a whole conglomerate this is my first three-person episode oh your first three-person episode yeah wow i feel uh so if it I fails special. It's, it's this your guys' fault right here. If it fails, it's on you. Um, all right. So I'm I'm AJ. Um, I'm a toy artist under KO, uh, also KO Toy Co. Uh, online, and I am a co-owner of this is not a toy store here in Melbourne, Australia, and this is not a toy company, which is also based here in Melbourne, Australia. I love that. All right, it's up to you. And I am uh, I'm Factor. I also go by Irukanji Toys. Um, Factor is my street art name. Irukanji Toys is my toy name. And I'm also a co-owner of This Is Not A Toy Store and This Is Not A Toy Company here <laughs> in Melbourne, Australia. How many uh, co-owners exist for both of those? That's a great us. question. Yeah, so it's there's one other guy okay. who we couldn't get on this morning. Um, unfortunately, his name is Chipta, okay. and he's he's the uh, he's the third point in the triangle. Um, so this is not a toy store; is uh, is kind of like an adventure of this is not a toy company that's owned yeah. by the three of us. I love that. Okay, we're gonna dive in. Tell me, you want to start with the company first, and then go to the store. You want to start with the store first. Which one are you working with? 
Um, let's start. Do you want to tell the story? Tell, let's, let's tell let's, the story. Yeah. How about yeah. we start with, um, okay, so this is not a toy has many permutations. Yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about this is not a toy scene. Great. Because this is not a toy scene is pretty much where everything kind of sprang up from and, and came from. Um, and it's a, it's a bit of a, an interesting story. So um, I spent a couple of years living in Singapore and it just so happened that I went to um, SD, S, SG. I, I always get it wrong. Um, Singapore, Singapore Toy Comic and something convention. I, S, S, I don't know. I always get it wrong and it's two degrees and eight yeah. o'clock in the morning. Um, so when I was there, I was trawling through and looking at a whole bunch of designer toys, as as happens. And um, I'd been making toys for maybe about two years at that stage. Uh, it's a totally, yeah, interesting story in itself. But what happened is that I actually bumped into this guy called Chipta, and Chipta runs um, a, a toy company out of Indonesia called GGNW, which is Good Guys Never Win. And they're, they're quite, name. yeah, they're, they're amazing. Um, and uh, I was just automatically caught by, you know, how <laughs> very, very cool their toys were. Um, we struck up a conversation and just started chatting a whole bunch. And then um, uh, basically what happened is I gave him my phone number and I said, oh, hey, dude, if you're ever down in Melbourne, just um, give me a call and uh, tell me, you know, if you're around and hanging out and stuff. And uh, I kind of like just sat there and waited and didn't really hear from him ever again. And then randomly I got a, uh, a, a message from him and he's like, oh, hey, dude, I've moved to Melbourne. And I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, that's, 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 that's really cool. So what ended up happening is uh, I had a studio space and we had a studio and gallery um, here in Melbourne in a place called Richmond. And then I kind of went, he, he ended up coming into the studio and we ended up sharing a studio together, but he um, kind of uh, like had this, had this idea and he's like, oh, we should do a toy, sh toy show here and all that kind of thing. And I'm like, that sounds really, really cool. And so we did a toy, toy show, all four people, um, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, that's, that, that is a story unto itself. You know, the fact yeah. that none of us, none of us down here in Australia knew each other up until maybe a couple of three or four years ago, everybody was kind of working in isolation. You know, mm -hmm. there was no community. There was no real discussion. There were, there were some toy artists that were coming out of Australia, but it wasn't any kind of cohesive community or anything like that. So we did the first um, This Is Not A Toy Scene exhibition uh, back then. And AJ came along to that first one there. Um, and he met us there. And it kind of... It kind of just kept going. So Chipta was kind of the, he's the enabler, right? Like, because if he, I, in some ways, if honestly, if he hadn't have come down here to Australia, yeah, because he wanted to meet everybody, you know, he was like, he's like, I want to meet all the toy artists. And, I'm, and he's like, who's the toy artist? And I'm like, I don't know. I have, <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have no idea. Like when I first started, I didn't know any toy artists and decided just to go to Taipei Toy Festival for a whim. I, I um, remember because, because, the first time, because yeah. I came to that very first ever exhibition and I struck up a friendship with these guys. And a, a couple of weeks later, I, I caught up with Chipta and we hung out and we were talking stuff. And he was saying to me like, so where's the toy scene? And I'm like, <laughs> there is no toy scene. Toy scene? And, like, and he's like, well, let's make a toy scene. Then. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's let's do that. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was just so very, like, it was an absolute breath of fresh air, you know. I'd been involved in the street art scene for a very long time, and it was kind of, you know, the community had just kind of, like, gone bleh. Yeah. And toys, toys were my, my main new focus, you know. But I didn't know what to do with it because, you know, there was nowhere to do exhibitions. Like, there, I didn't know anybody down here and I was learning everything this is before you know people like Craftsman and all that kind of stuff yeah. and like YouTube tutorials I'm sitting there like finding obscure molding books and all this kind of stuff and yeah. and uh he was just this breath of fresh air and he he reached out to all these people and uh slowly we started we all started kind of meeting um and then we ended up doing a second show and in the second show which was maybe about uh uh, maybe well, maybe four months, and this yeah, is three, Chip, four Chip, months later. Yeah, three or yeah. four months. 
Chipta's driven, right? Like he's he's the motivator. We're like, he's like, Wait, let's do another show. And I'm like, another show already? I'm like expecting like, you know, this is going to happen maybe once a year or something. And he's like, no, yeah. let's do another show and let's do another show. And I think in that show, we had about 10 people. Oh, so it already like doubled. Yeah, yeah. more than doubled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we already doubled because people had heard about this show or had met or somebody that came already knew somebody else or something. They're like, oh, hey, look, these guys put on a toy show and they're going to do another one. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it just kind of snowballed from there. And up until, um, you know, uh, PC, pre-COVID, yeah. Um, we did one, we did an exhibition, I think it was in the February, just before we went into the world's like most bullshit lockdown um, here in Melbourne. Um, and I think that that show, we had 20, we had over 20 people. It was over wow. 20. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was 20, 20 people. Um, and I know that, and it was uh, it was amazing. Like we had a huge turnout, and and our shows just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? And so we ended up uh, we we ended up calling it "This is not a toy scene," and it was the community. And mm-hmm. and we have a Facebook group where we all chat and started like throwing ideas. Um, new people would start coming on, or people were just being like, "Oh, hey, this is really cool." Um, the the, the side thing for this, which has been like one of the biggest community builders and one of the one of my favorite things, yeah. is that every exhibition that we were doing on a Sunday, we would actually have um, uh, a workshop, a toy workshop, uh, which we would call Toy Jam. And that's where all the artists, all the artists from the show would get together and we'd have like, you know, just bits of toys. We'd have all the stuff that we needed and uh, we would just like do this, this toy jam you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and hang out. And then we would have new people coming along and saying, like, oh, we want to make toys. And we're like, oh, well, come and do the workshops and all that kind of thing. And uh, they would join. And then suddenly in the next show, we would have a new toy artist that had come from the workshop making toys. And we've continued that cycle. Um, and then we kind of got up to COVID. And mm-hmm. uh, I think, AJ, you can probably take the story from there. I mean, the, the, I guess like the the moral of that story is that um, we didn't make all these toy artists. They were, yeah. there. they were there. We just weren't communicating with each other. It just it just took someone from outside to come in and be like, "Oh, there is all these people here making toys. Yeah, we just need to create a, cent- a you know a central point where they can come and you know hang out and display their work together and all that kind of stuff." So we interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Tap to bring you this. Meanwhile, in a galaxy of bootleg treasures. DOV2, we have engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my, we're doomed. Wait, salvation. Hooray, we're saved, DOV2. Limited edition custom artist-made action figures and DKE toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. For custom action figures. DKE. So COVID, I mean, COVID was COVID. We had two years. We had some of the hardest yeah. lockdowns in the world here, in in Melbourne in particular. Um, like I, I, we didn't leave our house for what four months at one point. I think Fletch. We were yeah, locked yeah, in was, our homes. It was it was, it was, like, it was, it was pretty yeah, bad. Four months. Um, we we couldn't leave within five kilometers. We couldn't go outside. We could go outside for one hour. You know, oh it was the hardest, the hardest lockdown in the world. Yeah. The um, but two really positive things came out of that. Um, the first one was that everyone kept making toys. Yep. During during that time, um, we didn't have anywhere to show people or anything like that. But um, uh, uh I mean, I, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Like, you know, whether people were just going to stay in their house and watch Netflix or whatever. But it turns out everyone kept making toys. A lot of people learned how to make yep. toys during that period of time as well. Or, yeah, that's true. You know, learned that's new true. skills, you know, to help them make make their toys better. The other thing that happened was that um, uh, towards the end of COVID, because it was so uh, devastating on the retail sector, we had a uh, government initiative here in Melbourne. The local government was offering uh, a program for upstart businesses to use shop fronts that were sitting empty that had been affected by COVID. And we put in an application for that and we were accepted. Um, the whole 
period between um, when we were accepted and when we actually started the store was about three weeks. So it was an absolute hustle yeah. to get the thing up and running, but we were determined to do it. And we've got a big community now, like we were saying. So lots of people around to help move stuff and move um, stuff over. It was very, very good timing because we just bumped out of a show um, and, and, and we got the store. So we actually just moved all of the show yeah. into the store. <laughs> right. So on opening, yeah, night, yeah. on, on I remember opening that. night of the store, which was January 8th of this <laughs> year, we had 22 artists, Australian toy artists from all over Australia in the store. And as of today, we've got over 50. We haven't counted. No But we have way. something like yeah. 52 individual yeah. artists that have work in the store. Yeah. What you're doing, just as a side note, what you do when you tell me that you have 50 something artists, now I need a list because I got to get to all of them. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I don't think a list exists um, unless it's in our square. No, no, probably, I can pull a list out of the yeah, you can probably system. Pull. But I mean, yeah. look, look, I mean, in terms of like people that are really focused and invested on toy art as their yeah. main medium. I'd say it's more around the 25 20, mark. Yeah. Yeah, 20, yeah, 25 at the most, really. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people, we do a lot of custom shows. If you mm -hmm. follow the store Instagram, you'll see we've done six or seven custom shows now. So, you know, we get a lot of artists from different mediums come in and, and do those customs. And so they're being introduced to the store and being introduced to toys yeah. in general. And then, of course, we sell their work yeah. as well. So I remember that, that's seeing... how that number's so big. When the store first started, I remember um, you have this like, I don't know, I can't remember what it is, but it's like painted along the, the side of it. What is that? Oh, I, that's, that's, um, that's some that's some <laughs> local street artist guy. I love that. So that, <laughs> uh, that's the first time that I yeah. saw it, I saw that there was something that was being painted, but it was like, it wasn't so crazy on every single wall and it had like yeah. a cohesive theme and mm. I immediately was like, oh my, they're building a gallery. Like this, it's a gallery looking, right. like you're actually investing in the art. And the yeah. second that I saw that I was, I was sold because it like, right. it's yeah. one thing to say that you sell toys, but it's another thing to say like, oh no, no, we value these enough to say like, this is what we want to show. Yeah. We're, we're, we're artists. Yeah. You know? Like we're, we're, we're artists through and through and um, our community honestly is everything, you know. Yeah. So it's a really funny thing. Like when we moved, when we 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 got the when we got the shop, we had about we opened within about two weeks, like less than two weeks from That's an empty so shop, from an empty shop to to opening because we were just like, well, lockdown's over and yep. let's just do this and get this. And we opened up, I think it was the sixth, we, we got in there just after Christmas, I think. And we mm. we built the keys just after Christmas and we were open on 6th of January. So mm. here I am um, painting the walls as behind me, uh, you know, chipped in that and uh, up, like putting up shelves and things like that and <laughs> trying to measure, like it was, it was a, it was a major hustle. And um it was just, it was fantastic. Like we ramped it up. And as AJ said, we had the show and we just brought all the stuff from the show yeah. and then just like got everything in there. And it was just, it was very DIY. And at that time, like compared to now, like it was pretty sparse. I mean, it wasn't sparse. We, you know, we, we were able to cover the walls and stuff with, with toys, but we always kind of go for that. Like, you know, we want it to feel like you walk in and it's not just, a retail shop right like mm. it's it is as you say like a gallery but more so we want it to be an inviting place for artists to come in and hang out and yeah. you know we get a lot of people just come in and they just hang out you know and it's like we wish it was bigger so that we can have couches and stuff yeah. like that um but it's just such a great little little meeting place you know and we always get like all of us we're, we're a big fan of japanese toy stores you know so we're like we want it to kind of be like walking into Nakano Broadway and like, you know, going into one of those shops where there's just freaking toys everywhere. But yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the painting, the painting was just like, I wanted to just do something that had a theme going through it that was really colorful mm -hmm. and, you know, so it, it just kind of evolved. Yeah. I mean, I, the other thing is that like, like we were saying, um, the, the scene here is still so young and yeah. So much of what we're doing is just educating the public every single day, you know, because yeah. 
you know, we, it, it, we can't sell stuff to people which they've never seen or heard of before in their entire life, you know. So we want to make the store look so interesting that people have to come in and have a look. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if someone's yeah. walking past, we, I mean, Chester <laughs> wrote on the outside of the glass in that, um, you know, in that glass pen, he was like, I can see you're looking, just come inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So many people stop on the street and they just look and they're like, what? Yeah. Is going like, on in that shop? They, they, you know, like half the time somebody will walk in, they'll kind of walk in, they'll trepidatiously. It's, it's so funny to watch, you know. Yeah. Like some people just walk in and go, "Oh my god, this is amazing." Other people kind of walk in and they're like, "What? What is?" They're like, "This is not a toy store. What is it then?" And it's like, "What's art?" You know, and they, yeah, they, like they have this sneaky, like, like they're doing something naughty by coming in. You know, like they're, they're not quite sure. <laughs> Or what the fuck it kind of is you yeah know? and we're like just come in come in come in and some of them will be like okay and they come in and then others are just like oh no, no, no. And like, oh, yeah really, we do really try funny. to treat it like a gallery space we invite yeah. people to come in and look around there's not like a lot of sales pressure or anything like that no. we just want to educate people like come in and have a look we'll tell you about art toys We'll tell you about the different artists. We'll tell you about all the different types of toys because we've got resin, we've got vinyl, we've got handmade stuff, we've got plush, we've got dolls, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's, there's, you know, you'll find something that someone will be interested in that way and then maybe you'll get a sale. I don't know. Yeah. It's not the most important thing to me. What was, so we're talking like this scene is super new and then all of a sudden you have a storefront and mm. it's like, so beautifully created and then named like this is not a toy store which is awesome right uh but it what is the reception so you guys move in what does it look like for foot traffic in the first couple weeks what is the reception of the whole town around you yeah that's a that's an interesting one because Mm -hmm. obviously things post-covid are very different yeah i think if you know if in an alternate dimension, maybe we wouldn't have even had this shop without COVID. No, but, yeah. but when we when we first moved in, it, we'd just come out of lockdown and mm-hmm. people were still like not really very trepidatious about coming into the city. A lot of people working from home, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first like month or two, it was it was quite it was it wasn't quiet, it was just like we're new here. So we tried to do some, we did a launch show, we did a couple of shows, and people started filtering through. Now <clears throat> uh the melbourne cbd is still not back to what it was it's Mm. it's a lot better but a lot of people still do work from home so the cbd is still kind of only about half populated where it used to be like massively bustling like it's a very 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 busy city um so foot traffic wise now i mean it's picked up um things like i mean we have certain days where there's more people fridays are really great um but then again, like that's kind of changed uh, in the last few weeks because there's school holidays. So things yeah. like that. Um, we're in a very kind of very obvious spot in the city. Um, it's like right off one of the main thoroughfares. And we've we've done a massive, this is not a toy store like sign. So when you're walking past, you're like, what? What is that? Um, and we're also we're also like conveniently located across um, the road from one of Melbourne's biggest pop culture Okay. Um, stores so when people come out of there they kind of look across the room and they're like oh what's that and and we're like you're our people I'm like but yeah when I say like you're our people it's like we get I think half the people that come in I mean they're not like our people they're just normal everyday kind of you know individuals and mums and businessmen and you know people on their lunch break and they just walk in and there's something about the shop, you know, that you see it that that hits them in yeah. like they'll see one piece and it'll be like a bit of nostalgia or something like that. And sometimes they'll just walk in and kind of go, This is great, and then they'll disappear. And then about a week or two later, they'll they'll come back and they'll be like, I was in here a week or two ago, but I really wanted this, but it's not there. But and they're like, Yeah, but maybe I'll get this. So we, we get a lot of that. I reckon we are the coolest store in the whole of Melbourne CBD. Um, <laughs> and I keep saying this, but but really, like, there's there's not too much more out there that's like it. And we treat it, as AJ said, like a, like a gallery and a community meeting place because our community is everything, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, we're just very grateful that we actually have a community now. 
I love that. I, you know, that's so good to hear. You know, you hear the, when you hear the words art toy and like designer toy and those types of things that has such a, um, almost like a, a, a distant view of it. Cause it sounds so artsy. And so, but the way that you guys are describing your shop is that it's like the most welcoming, like come in, it doesn't matter who you are. Like, this is just welcome. And I, I can't tell you how much that I love that. Yeah. I love hearing those stories. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I feel like the, the, the art toy community, if you want to say that there's such a thing yeah, is kind of roughly divided down kind of right down the line between art and toy you know what yep. i mean where there's people that are into the toy there's people that are into the art and there's a big crossover there but i feel like there's kind of like it's kind of like a little bit one way or the other you know yeah. with, with people and um you know but like we love toys we love art yeah you know <laughs> like that that's what this is i mean we're choosing to to you know express ourselves and our art form is through the medium of toys yeah. You know, and then because then it gets real messy. Right. I've had this discussion with different artists when you use the terms like art toys or designer toys and then you throw in the word bootleg toys. Mm. It's like, OK, <clears throat> we got a messy situation here. What are we doing? No issue with that whatsoever. We have we have bootleg toy artists. I mean, we've got Titty yeah. Bean like you like um, you spoke to Titty Bean on this show. Oh, uh, yeah. A couple of months ago. And, you know, he, we have him in the store as one of our artists. He's an absolutely phenomenal artist. He's his level yeah, of craft is yeah. is just phenomenal. Beautiful. Like, I, I defy anyone to look at his work and say that's not art. Right, right. I, I always, uh, because I, I get thrown, I make toys under Yucco Toys, and so yeah. I get thrown into the bootleg art or whatever. I just, I wish that it was just all thrown into one of like, we just play with toys. Just It is in Australia, man. That's how we, that, it is here. That's how, <laughs> that's how we are. <laughs> Yeah, we're so, a mash. We're, oh. we're a mash. We don't we don't have any lines between bootleg or Safuvi or posh. We, we don't yeah. have any lines. Um, you know, people when they come to the store, they're like, "Oh, I make these things. I don't know if they're toys or not." And I'm like, "Show us, show us, show us." And we take look. I'm like, "Yeah, man, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, come and bring it into the store. We we just we're we're equal. We we try to be you know as inclusive for." everybody of all styles and and artistic walks of life um as we possibly can you know i was just going to say i have a bit of a background in music so i tend to always think about these things in kind of in kind of like in comparison to music and the way i think about bootleg and mashups is just like hip-hop and and you know and and, you like mashup songs and that kind of stuff it's like no one thinks that like taking an old beat and looping it and rapping over it isn't music Right. right. So why would you say like doing that to a toy isn't an art toy? Yeah, it's right. just a remix, right? It's remixed. Yeah. yeah, you're just remixing it. The crazy thing is like I get um, there's a guy that I get bootleg toys from Mexico from, and mm. it's crazy because when I get them, it's like wow, these are way better than anything that I've made. <laughs> They're way better than like what the hell's going on here? Like this is <laughs> like stop calling That's... it a bootleg. It's a toy. That's the cool thing. That's the cool thing about bootleg toys because, you know, large companies, they they are limited. They have to do runs of, you know, 50,000, 100,000 pieces. So they have to be really picky about what they produce and what they create. But, you know, bootleg toys, like, well, I'm going to make the plant that was in the corner of the cantina. Yeah. Um. On you know on on the third episode of the Mad Warrior, I'm going to make the plant because the plant was really cool. Yeah. And everybody knows the plant's really cool, but you know, the the toy company's not going to make that. They can <laughs> justify so, making the plant. So, yeah. so, so somebody can make a, a bootleg toy that says "really cool." plant in the corner of mandalorian season three episode whatever yeah and then make a make a toy of it and everybody will buy it because like yeah there's that cool plant that's what i love about bootleg see you know and it's not just modifying modifying existing things and making something new i mean pretty much my practice these days is basically uh toy bashing and just creating my own pieces now like I, I, I got bored of just sculpting and doing that. So now I just take a hundred different things and make them into something completely new. Absolutely. So for me, so for me, that's my, you know, that's my love of bootlegs, you know, but we don't have dividing lines in our community. Um, 
if we just want to play with toys and, and make toys and spread the joy and love of all forms. So, mm. yeah, I we're very agnostic. The, um, <laughs> this is, I know this is totally an audio medium and it doesn't help to show books, but oh, I, can kind of, this book. I can kind of describe this book because it's kind of, it's kind of related to what we're talking about. We did yeah. this, um, this thing called the land speeder project. December last year, we did this project. Um, yeah called the land speeder project um this was organized by chipta the man mm-hmm. who couldn't make it here today he's the big star wars fan he's the big star wars toy guy yeah so what the he cover did, is fantastic picture, the pictures in thanks yeah, yeah so um this was printed uh overseas um in indonesia back where chipta's from and it's got the rancor fink on the front cover and it's got what do you call this hollow stamp you can go onto our instagram and find it in our online store and everything like that but um chipta did a a resin he made a mold and did a resin bootleg cast you can see it here can you see Beautiful. that pink thing there of the land speeder he made about 40 and we got about 36 artists submit the blank land speeder, um, and they completely customized. Yes. Yeah, just bad. Each, each and every one. And we had this show actually not at the store. We had it at at, at an actual toy store here in Melbourne, which was really fun. So it's like a vintage toy store in the suburbs here in Melbourne. Um, the guy that owns that store has been really supportive of you know the uh, you know our weird little indie scene, and um, it was just a it was a really cool experiment to bring those traditional toy collectors with kind of like these weird art kids that were doing something with a traditional toy it was such a fun project and we got the uh we got all of the land speeders photographed and we got this book made and this book's just one of the best things like it really is i just i just love it so much yeah yeah Uh, and so we actually just finished up part two of this project which was the battle cat project we did the exact same thing with battle cat from he-man we had 40 artists this time and they all customized their battle cats uh uh, they were all photographed and the book of that is in production so if you've got the land speeder one or even if you haven't got it yet these are very limited but like everything we do it's all diy it's all independently produced so they're in pretty small numbers, but um, two hundred copies. I think two hundred copies. Yeah. yeah, but we'll have um, when we get the um, uh, the He Man one. These are going to be just such a cool little duo mm. of books to have in your collection if yeah. you're a toy. I think you guys toy are so good at community building. Like that's incredible for like a, a small scene. It seems like it is building and doubling because of just your work alone that's what it feels like listening to you and yeah. it's incredible yeah i have to uh, give kudos a lot to to chipta like he is our he's he's just that kind of guy yeah you know, he's he's like the his his capacity for communication and for his enthusiasm like it, it keeps us like going he's like a a big rock for yeah. what we are um and he's done that i mean i came from uh, the street art scene as well. And for a long time, I was writing an online magazine called Invert, um, where I would interview artists and all that. And I did that for 15 years. So, and I was doing a lot of community projects around uh, organizing big painting events and all that kind of thing. So for me, community building was already kind of there. It's just that I found something that was much more focused and passionate to, to mm. apply those skills to, because... <clears throat> When you're an artist, and, and Melbourne, I, I explain Melbourne like this, right? So Sydney is like the Los Angeles of Australia, and Melbourne is like the New York, right? Okay. So we have a very, very large, um, like a lot of, if you're an artist in Australia, chances are that a lot of people will come to Melbourne a lot, or they will move here for mm-hmm. the art scene, because it's a very cultured city. So we already have a very strong artistic identity here within Melbourne, um, and that artistic community. And with the toy scene, like a lot of these guys, they're just, you know, like us, regular artists and stuff. And they're like, oh, but I really love this, you know? And so they start making toys and we're like, yeah, come and, come and join us. Um, but, you know, beyond anything, the community is like, it's phenomenal. And, and yeah. what, 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 not just, not the store, like the community has built itself. 
And now, you know, they're branching out and people are doing like, you know, under this is not a toy scene, starting to do their own shows like Dave mm. Barron's. Dave Barron's is, you know, he's pushing and doing his own show. And we're like, this is not a toy scene. I'm like, this is for the community. This is the community brand. Like, yeah. You just, just take it and like, you know, run with this is not a toy scene because it's not ours. We never wanted this is not a toy scene to be ours. It's the entire communities. So I agree. Our strength yeah. is community yeah. building, definitely. And yeah. I think we work together as a as a as a trio really well because we all have that exact same attitude that um the rising tide lifts all the boats, right? Mm. You know, and without getting too political, like some <laughs> of these art scenes and you know, sometimes yeah. art mm. toy can get a little bit gatekeepy and that kind of stuff. And you know, uh, and we are definitely like the antithesis of that. We want, we want everyone involved. I want, I, I want everyone in the world to make art toys. Right, <laughs> we're, we're totally punk rock. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> seeing and hearing about like the workshops of like having all the pieces and doing that. See, that's incredible because you're inviting. My biggest fear is that because so many generations are coming. Like I work with middle schoolers, and they don't. Right. They don't want toys. They don't play with toys. They don't want to make their own toys. And so hearing that you guys are creating this scene and like bringing people in to do a workshop, you're securing the scene to continue for years to come. And yeah, yeah. my fear think, is that it won't. Yeah, it's interesting. So like the middle schoolers, they're just, they're just on social media and mobile games and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a feeling they'll come back to toys. Everyone played with toys when they were kids. Right. I think if you're stuck with middle schools, you're probably thinking, man, there's no hope for the future. But <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think I played with toys when I was in middle school. No, that's a lie. I absolutely yeah. played with toys. I was in but I was the exception. I was the weird nerd that was kept playing with toys while I was in middle school. But yeah. nobody else did. But you, you, they'll circle back around. They will because the it's, it's toys are nostalgia as well, and there's a deep-seated sense of nostalgia when it comes to toys, more so than I think any other art form. Yeah, you know, like you, it's just that thing. Like it, it, they can take you back to your childhood, and people, you know, after you get out of middle school and toys aren't cool. Yeah, you know, um, then you come back. But we get plenty of like middle school um, kids coming in and going like, you know, and some of them are kind of shy to come in and say, yeah, this is really cool. Or they're like, really, you know, like, but eventually they, they come around and yeah, but you're right. Like that's exactly what the workshops are for. Like the workshops are to introduce everyday people, not just artists. Like we get all kinds of people, you know? Um, and you know, we, we've had people that have come through, and they're not an artist in any way, shape, or form or something. Um, but they came to the workshop and they they um, got into it and they loved it. And now they're selling stuff in the store. Which so, is beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's I think, one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wish that people knew the weight of toys too. Like there is, um, every once in a while, I find these cool ass toys that get made by companies that you just don't know exist right um this one this last one i found bandai the one that created uh they did the teenage or the power rangers all that stuff mm. they in 2018 created this megazord voltron style uh droid or whatever that was the toy story characters they like came apart and it was like I saw that and I was like, okay, that's awesome. So they made a Woody one and then they made a Buzz Lightyear. And then both of those mechs come together and make this massive one. Wow. And yeah. Oh, you, know I'm gonna, you know I'm going to Google the shit out of that. Yeah, I'm Googling yeah. it too. <laughs> Go look on the Toys on Tap Instagram. I did a post about it because I was so into it. But I was, what's funny, like my day job, I was messing around and looking for it and stuff. And people are looking over my shoulder and they're like, oh, I remember Toy Story. And I was like, well, let me show you some dope shit. Let me show you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. Like, that's what, like, the day job thing. Like, that's yeah. the, uh, the other aspect, I guess, to the store um, and to explain it is that, I mean, you know, this isn't a, a, a profit venture for us, right. you know, like, um, and, and maybe looping middle into the company side of things. Um, I mean, I work a day job, you know, mm. I'm starting work in half an hour. Uh, you know, and like I, I work, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five, and I squeeze in everything else that I do outside of that 
you know, like running the store, trying to make my own toys, um, yeah. painting, painting when I can and all that. And it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's tough, but it's so worth like what we're doing to yeah. have those, you know, <clears throat> late nights. If we're doing custom shows and that, you know, we're pushing hard and we're, we're, we're out there kind of like striving for it, you know, and uh, AJ is just as busy and Chipta's just as busy. Um, but you know everything that everything that we do at the store, we 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 do it on a commission basis. We we cover the taxes, um, mm -hmm. but we only you know we grab, and we're very open with our whole community about you know what we do with sales and all that. Uh, we take twenty percent commission, and that basically covers costs for running. Yeah. You know, so it's not not the store is not a nexus for making a whole shitload of money. You know, right. like we've we've got you know other things in our lives that cover that um we really do try to keep it about the community and keep the stories as kind of that the company is going to be a little different um you know so we we formed the company earlier this year and the company what we really want to focus on is um is probably larger projects and uh things like um you know I don't know how much I can I can I'm gonna say about our yeah our, it's, our, it's our up to you, buddy. I'm um, not gonna cut you off. Go I mean, it. we've 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 got a few things in mind. Like um, we want to open up. Uh, this is not a toy factory. Yeah, which will be a a art studio um, just for toy artists, basically, and a place for us to do. Um, we want to we we do want to do production. We know a lot of people in a lot of different scenes. For example, like we know people in the hip hop scene. They're like, mm. oh man, we'd really love to have a toy made and stuff. You know, like about our concepts and things like that and like yeah we can do that for you we need the space to do it at the moment yeah. because at the moment most of we're working out of our garages and stuff mm. like that so we really want to set up um that um we have a whole bunch of like exhibitions and shows we got the book coming up um uh my my project at the moment uh which is kind of reaching out is uh we want to do a con here Yes, 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 yes. We want to do a con. Hey, guess and, and guess what? It's, guess what we're gonna call the con. I'll, I'll give you like three guesses. This is not a toy con. <laughs> oh, we got it in one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that brand, like the brand, and and it's you know, and I, I love that. Like everything that we do is just like this is not a toy or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of exciting times, and, that, and that's that's a that's a big thing because you know we exclusively look after Australian artists. Like yeah, everything that we're doing is around Australian artists. So we get a lot of queries from um, guys from overseas, and they're saying, "Oh, can we sell your toys in the store?" And we're like, "Oh man, like I love your toys. We really want to, but we really have in this inception time um, when we're when we're building and stuff." our community is the most important thing like until now nobody's really heard of a toy scene from australia but right I mean, we're, we're coming yeah we're coming. you know like we're coming and um we really just want to focus on our community so we have we have loopholes like for example our custom shows like um we have international artists send us mm. their blanks and then we get the australian artist customizer yeah. or an international artist can customize an australian toy um, but doing something like a toy con and like we look at five points as the model for that because yeah. five points that's exactly you know exactly what what we love you know? yeah um and that would be our opportunity to to invite everybody down and get them involved and and show them what we do here and and all that kind of thing and australia's never seen anything like it mm -hmm. you know so we're, we're tentatively aiming for maybe the end of 2023 but it depends on you know, a lot of factors. Um, what else do we have planned? Like so many like custom shows coming up and things like that. Um, I don't know, AJ, what else? We have uh, just as a, as a kind of a, a random side project, um, our friend Chipta, who is here in spirit because oh. we can't stop talking about him. Um, <laughs> he has a background. He's, he's, in, he's an Indonesian guy, um, but he lives and works in Australia. Now he has a background in um, shadow puppeting. So he has written okay. and created a shadow puppet show um, based on the story oh of Cybertron, which we're performing in the store. So he's made all the Transformer shadow puppets and we're performing yes. that in the store this okay. weekend. I'll be doing live music for that. I mean, the store is not is small. It's not the best space. So 
this is again sort of something we're looking at for the future to get like a bigger space so we can do projects like this more often and to get it out to a bigger audience that sounds phenomenal yeah it's, are you it, gonna like, like record what are we doing here uh, look it's still you know like shadow puppeting especially like the indonesian style it's very yeah. kind of free form it's very loose it's a bit like a a jam between like the the musician and the shadow puppeteer and then the person who reads the story is also yeah. like out front reading the story and it's very kind of loose. so these first couple of performances we're going to keep quite small and contained but um and then when we kind of run through it a few times, we're definitely going to be filming it and it'll be accessible yeah. to people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we also, we're also, so we're not limited just to Melbourne. Um, yeah. One of the This Is Not A Toy scene um, shows we did just before COVID was in Sydney. So uh, we're actually going back up to Sydney next week. Awesome. <laughs> um, to do our first uh, This Is Not A Toy scene show in, in Marrickville in Sydney. Um, and that'll be, you know, that'll have the shadow puppet show that'll have one of the custom shows um uh, jesse Irwin's uh bin chicken bin chickens are very iconic it. here in australia they're basically an ibis bird yeah. um but they go through all the bins so we call them bin <laughs> chickens. they're very they're very iconic here in australia so we yeah. got that like alongside of it um we can take some of the the custom shows that we did here in in melbourne up to sydney so we really want to, you know, and then there's like, I was thinking like, man, we should do Brisbane one day or something like that or Perth one day. We were supposed to do Adelaide, but COVID screwed that. Yep. Uh, so we're not, we're not just sticking to Melbourne, you know, we're, we're trying to branch out. Um, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm so looking, I'm a massive Transformers nerd. Like that's my, that's my, you know, everybody has yeah. their, what's that one toy that you kind of collect all the time? I collect Transformers, um, yeah. but only G1. So, okay, yours at yeah. least yours makes sense, right? Like there, mine right now is um uh, uh Tyco Dino Riders. Oh man, I'm oh, nice. Dino Riders. There's yeah, yeah. no reason. Yeah. Like I don't have oh, anything. I can't afford all the sets. I just like the little mm. people. It's weird. Yeah. 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 I use Dino Rider Riders people. Like I yeah. love the, I love them as it's like, like a, you know. It's the perfect company. Anyways, yeah. Just, uh, just just this year, for some reason, I've gotten into battle trolls. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember battle trolls? <laughs> yeah. They're just the wackest, yeah. weirdest toys ever. Like every yep. time I see one, I'm just like, why does this exist? It's so <laughs> weird. Like just, it's like a yeah. weird, jacked up, toxic crusader ninja turtle, but with troll hair. <laughs> yep. Just wait. You're so gonna fun. you're gonna get there. Uh, let me see if I can find some. There's been a couple other toy things that I've seen that are kind of like the Toy Story mech thing, and I'll send. Yeah. And you just get so I get fixated on these weird, stupid toys. Oh yeah, um, you, it's definitely a rabbit hole. Yeah, like, you know, like toys are, and I think that's what I love about toys are an absolute, complete rabbit hole. You know, yeah. once something grabs you, then you start going down that rabbit hole and finding more and more. I mean, I'm finding new toy artists on a daily basis that, that I love. Um, I think that, you know, with the accessibility of things like 3D printing and that people like, you know, oh, I don't know how to make a toy, you know, I don't know how to sculpt, but well, maybe they can get someone to 3D print and totally legit and amazing. Yeah. I think that's opened up a, a huge avenue for a lot of creatives to get into it. And I don't see the toy scene stagnating at any stage. I think it's just no. growing and building and building. And in some ways, like, you know, some people, they're like, oh, you know, but if you're teaching all these artists and you're bringing all these people in the community, isn't that going to mean like less opportunity for you as an artist or less sales and all that? And I'm like, no, I don't give a shit. I'm not making toys. Right? To, I'm not making toys to sell. Like, honestly, yeah. and this might be blasphemous. I'm not making toys to sell them. Like I made toys for right. years in my studio without selling them at all. Um, and I got a yeah. rude away. I got a rude awakening when, you know, we were talking about before where we didn't have any community in Australia. Yeah, it's an important thing. Like, so I taught myself in isolation, and I'm like, what am I going to do with these toys? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to a toy festival. I didn't know anybody, so I went to Taipei Toy Festival, not knowing a single person in the scene, not knowing anything about toy market, nothing. And I went there, and oh my god, it was a massive shock. And I yeah. sat down and I went, holy crap. Okay, so yeah. this is what it's like. I was a naive little, you know, <laughs> fledgling, fledgling toy designer. And yeah. I mean, but to the point, it's like, 
you don't need to you don't need to be invested in all those you know the hype of it you don't need to be invested in like the whole scene aspect of it or anything like that it's like just make fucking toys right like i just don't when people say like oh if you bring too many people in we teach art classes in school that doesn't mean exactly right painter it just means that (laughs) we give everyone the tools to know how to do this stuff this like this I've yet to come across another art scene where you can be so creative and make something. And I was once told, I'm assuming both of you know who Banksy is, right? Yeah. Right. Never heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) I was once told that everyone is somebody, if you make art, everyone is somebody's Banksy. Like you have someone that has multiple pieces of your art. They like, and so if that's true, then it doesn't matter. Like, let someone like fall in love with my weird ass piece of toy that I sure. made. Isn't yeah. isn't cause isn't cause the the Banksy of the toy world? There we go. Right. <laughs> and, like, I just yeah, it's crazy. I just saw like he just posted something that's so funny. It's like, oh, I partnered with Fortnite for my fourth time, and it's like, shut the hell up, man. Get yeah, out of here. I saw that as well. Yeah. yeah. making making living making living from toys is an amazing thing and i I hope that every single toy artist can actually end up doing that you know that's the dream that's the absolute dream for any artist is to be able to make a living from what they do and there's no there's no you know uh, no lack of like love for people that do that it's just you don't have to do that like right. we do this for the love of the craft and the love of the art and the love of the process, or we do it for many different reasons, but, you know, just make, just make stuff, you know, yeah. just make it. So I got to, at first I got to tell you, however toys on tap podcast can help in any of your next ventures, all it takes just a quick message. I'm in, sign me up. I'm in for whatever it is. If it's Thanks, yeah, not a toy scene con anything, I'm in. I'll do whatever I can to help. Uh, I'm just so fascinated by, like, we're watching the birth of a scene and the growth of a scene that is so new and so young, in a country that's just like, and it's all on the backs of three people, which is awesome. Oh, oh, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it's on the backs of the three people i'd say yeah. it's on the on the backs of every single person in in the community and the toy scene like there were people here making toys before yeah, us way and there'll be us. people here making toys after us yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we're just we're just the connectors we're just the uh. facilitators and and that's that's a role that i love and that i'm more than happy with like i don't want us to be you know like if 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 we were to disappear straight away um the community would keep going yeah you know yeah, like definitely. it would just you would just keep going. Like um, like Fletch said before, um, we just recently had our first kind of like affiliate show that's been organized under the This Is Not A Toy Scene banner yeah. without involvement of any of us. And like, we, I couldn't be prouder. It's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a proud dad moment. It's like the scene is, it's actually a scene now. Yeah. Yeah, people are organizing shows off their own back. It's so good. And yeah, that's what we want, like a self-sustaining something like that. In the beginning, yeah, like, you know, we we put in all the the, the hard yards to to do it and all that, but this was always the aim, like have a self-sustaining scene that can operate independently, like without us, because that's what a community is. A community is not one person, it's not two or three people. It's a it's a large group of people. Right. Yeah, I uh it's this is just the most fun for a scene like I think it's so weird Uh, everyone comes into the scene the people that I've talked to they all start slowly and they hear names like suck lord or they hear like the healy maiden uh killer bootlegs and then it just grows from there and I can tell people like new artists that come in like my feed is just filled with people that are dabbling and they do this full time and they're here and it's there's nothing worse than knowing what the scene is or where it's headed. And then when people refer to me, they're like, oh yeah, Abe, like he just messes with toys. He he makes toys. And it's like, a, well, okay, hold on. Like it's a whole <laughs> scene. It's awesome. It's beautiful. And I've just never seen a scene that I've fallen in love with so quickly and wanted to be around. Yeah. It's just, I, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to see the Battle Cat book. Um, mm. I can't wait for that to come it's out. such a cool show too. Like, like 
or yeah. more of those planned. So now we have the land speeder one, the battle yep. cat. So I'm assuming there's more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, that can't stop. That book yeah. is, I saw someone else get that book and I was like, what the hell is that? And I just was scrolling through Instagram until I found it and I, I'm just in love with it. And some, somewhere on our project wish list and, and roadmap is to actually do a, this is not a toy scene book at some stage oh, yeah. in the future as well, where we can really just like, you know, take all the artists and that in the community and, and create something and so that we can share that with the world so that people can get to know who all the artists are and stuff as well so you know the the books are like you know well the proceeds from selling the land speeder book hopefully fund the battle cat book yeah and then the proceeds from the battle cat book will you know hopefully fund the next book and that. yeah so so that's and that's that's how we operate you know it's yeah. just uh yeah from project to project but yeah like um our custom shows are just something that ah oh, i love it you know like and and as i said you know we got we got people out there now organizing their own custom shows and all that kind of stuff so it really feels like everything's just starting to become self-sustaining and it's such a beautiful like i can sit back and just go oh man this is so cool (laughs) like you know like what's going to be next i don't even know what's going to be next sometimes because the community's taking the reins of it and it's like yeah go do it yeah Well, I can tell you like from these stories and like, just we're like seeing on Instagram, it's incredible to see. It's great to see. And and then here, one of my favorite things about this is to hear that you're focusing so heavily on the Australian community. It's so easy to just like, and probably tempting to open up to the world and they're like, oh, we get toys from everywhere. I love this. But to be cultivating a singular community it, there's something beautiful about that yeah we, we need it you're right you're absolutely 100 right it is really tempting especially yeah. when you know money <clears throat> gets tied or you yeah. know you have to pay bills and stuff like that it's like hmm, maybe we could sell just two <laughs> cause pieces yeah you know, but like you know i mean because we are in this phase of like developing this scene and you know bringing people into it it, it is important that we do focus on australia as well and the other thing is we like we need to grow a collector market here as well, right? Yeah. You know, that that's the other thing. And, yeah. you know, we mentioned yep. it before the stream started about shipping and things like that. And that, you're like, Australia is fucking far away from everything. Yeah. Like, you know, like shipping is is harsh for us going both ways. Materials so, um, as well. you know, yeah, materials are really Probably expensive as well. That. So, you know, having people be able to walk into a physical store and walk out with something is actually you know, it's important to, to, to have this scene grow and have collectors, you know, people become collectors. Yeah. Yeah. And it's incredible to hear that you even have that in mind. You know, I think that that's always the fear, right? We're passing around the same hundred dollars and we're just like, like, Oh, it took me this much to make it. I'm going to spend money on toys just so someone else buys my toy. Yeah. yeah, Uh, yeah. Which is, it is what it is. I love it. Um, But it's to also be focused on the collector side. Like you're handling both sides of the market, which is wow. Like, is there something that you're not doing is the next question, right? Like, is yeah. there something that you're not doing? Well, yeah, we're yeah. not really doing production yet, but yeah. that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's the end game yeah. Um, yeah. for us. Yeah. There's a, there's a little bit of like a, a maybe a cultural, I won't say uh whoring, but you know, <laughs> is there anybody, is there anybody out there that doesn't love Australians? Right. right. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like, like, you know, maybe, maybe we, we're playing on that a little bit, like saying I think like, New Zealanders. Know, like, yeah. New Zealanders. And, and let's not forget New Zealand. We just don't have any New Zealand artists. Like we want them because we, we, we include them in our family, you know, yeah. like, uh, um, you know, and it's not, yeah, whenever we say Australia, really we're meaning Australia and New Zealand. It's just we don't have much representation from New Zealand. Um, yeah. If you're a New Zealand toy artist, please get in contact with us because we want to hear from you. Um, but, there you we know, go. We are so, we, as AJ said, like we are so far away from everything. Um, and, you know, Australia's, Australians are pretty popular in the world. So yep. maybe we can just, you know, like promote that and use that to our advantage. Like, hey, we're all kind of cool people making cool stuff you've never heard of us before but yeah we're here yeah. yeah one of my closest friends is australian he's from uh wollongong or wherever wollongong, and, the yeah, gong. wollongong. And, which is cool like hey be from there the only thing that i knew about australia before this is uh 
he brought home Vegemite, Vegemite, however you say it. I am. Vegemite. He uh, made me try it. I'm going to tell you, <sighs> the, the American palate is not made for that. No, you did it. No. Honestly, you probably yeah. did it the wrong way. Very, very <laughs> small amounts, a lot of butter. Oh, okay. Because he gave me a spoonful. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> the oldest <laughs> trick no, in the he book. Was just, he was just fucking He was pranking okay. them, man. That's <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, everybody does like, that. They want to see your face when you eat a whole shit. spoonful of it. Yeah. <laughs> so we, as we come to the end, I, uh, my favorite thing for artists is always to like plug everything. Uh, but this, like, you've told us so much about the scene and you told us so much about what you're cultivating how do we support you as toy artists all over? Like, how tell share with us that? How do we connect with you? All those things. Uh, the easiest thing is just to go to this is not a toy store at this is not a toy store on Instagram. That's yeah. where we're mostly yeah. posting stuff. There's a link to our online store there. The online store is still under development, but that'll be that'll be growing soon. But there's things there. You can get the book there in particular because we really wanted that to be open to an international audience. And also it's, it, this is one of the cheapest things to ship to people as well. Cause it's, yeah. you know, it's just a flat book. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot easier than having to pack up a big old toy and send it off. Um, if you so do... that's available up there on the web store, the Instagram. Um, uh, what else? If you come if to people... Melbourne and visit the shop. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we also have the This Is Not A Toy Scene Instagram as well, where we do oh, yeah. post um, a lot of the stuff from community. Um, and I guess, like, uh, you know, we, yeah, we, we are trying to get our, our store up. I mean, doing an online store out of retail, is, it's a big job. But, um, you know, if people do see stuff on the Instagram they love, they can message us and say, man, I really want this. And we can probably work out a way to get it to them, you yeah. know? Yeah, hundred percent with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, we've we've sent stuff to people um, in lieu of the store being open just yet. Like, if there's a particular artist or something they see on the Instagram they really love, and it hasn't sold in the store, then yeah. you know, we're more than happy to work something out to try to get stuff to people as well. And, and if I you want to see this... in particular what Fletch is up to, because um, he makes pretty dope ass mash up toys and cool street art and stuff like that, his Where Instagram is at. At Factor, F-A-C-T-E-R. You got to plug me now, Fletch. Yeah. And and uh, KO is, his Instagram is at, oh, Jesus hey, Christ. Is it, an unders, is it an underscore? No, no. Do you have an no, underscore? Why do I think you have an underscore? It's KO Toyko. Why did I think you had an underscore? People with underscores. Oh, I did. I used to. I used to. Oh, I there it. you go. That's why. See? Yeah. I had a good memory yeah. for that. Um, yeah. Um, AJ does amazing work as well and uh and chipta also does uh some really amazing work and you can check him out at ggnw toys um yep. and he works a lot with that so um yeah that's how you can get us i love that thank you so much for jumping on toys on tap making it work with the crazy time difference right before your day is starting it, it means the world i haven't even had coffee yet off to work <laughs> off, off to work now yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm about to get <laughs> off work in like 45 minutes. So nice. awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I hope that we can do this again at some point. You guys yeah, are so to. rad. It's so good to talk toys and all kinds of stuff. Well, man, if Thanks, you're ever man. in Melbourne, you know. Hey, you gotcha. I've been told that there's a toy con coming up in the near future. So <laughs> there's a chance that I'll be there. Toys on tap. Next episode. It's great. It's amazing. You're gonna want to listen to it. It's not right now though. You're gonna have to wait till the next episode to listen to it. Oh, when's that? The next one. Cool. Toys on tap. The next one's gonna be good too. So stay tuned and and, and listen to that. Awesome.